This is the Easy Living Yards Podcast. I'm Ben Hale, your expressive host. Let's jump in and learn how to have a healthy, beautiful yard with less work so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. What's up and welcome to episode 64 of the Easy Living Yards Podcast. Today we're talking about expressing the character of your home in your landscape. So that's kind of a mouthful, but basically how do you match your home to your landscape and really feel like it all blends together, feels cohesive, feels like one patch of space, right? Your built house can really stand out from your lawn and your property a lot. So how do we blend that together? Now before we get into today's main topic, I just want to say that right now we're coming up on the end of April and this is awesome time to be really transforming your landscape. So if you really want to have some difference, some change by fall of this year, you know, by September, October, really feeling like you've accomplished something, you've really transformed your landscape and created a difference, whether it's a mailbox garden, your front garden bed, or your whole backyard, whatever you're working on, now is the time to start. So this is the time to really make a change. So I want to just let you know that this is a really important time to, if you want to have the time to plan out your landscape properly, select the right plantings, get started on your hardscape projects and your garden bed projects as well. This is the time to really get started. All right. We're coming up on the end of a good window of getting this started. So if you're really looking to transform your landscape, get started now. Okay. There's little, there, it doesn't seem like it right now, but summer comes up quick and it goes by fast, right? It's a busy time of a lot of things going on with family, with friends, and enjoyment. And so if you really want to make a difference, today is the day to start. So you can always check out the Easy Living Yards membership to help you step-by-step step through the process to transform your landscape from end to end, from concept, thoughts, vision, design planning, plant selection, implementation, hardscape design, and installation, okay? All of that stuff's very important. We go through that step-by-step -step process in the membership. You get help when you need it. So check out ely.how slash membership to get started today. All right. Likewise, if that's not in the cards for you right now, I understand. Check out all the resources in this podcast. Go back, check out all the episodes, try and do the process yourself. But if you really want help to really transform it and get the help when you need it, the membership is an awesome way to do that. Okay, so let's talk about combining our house with our landscape to make it a cohesive element where they transition very well and blend together and feel like one space. So when it comes to landscape expression, okay, your house is already there, right? So how do we then kind of adapt and mold our landscape to our house to really make it feel together? There's a couple tools for that. So the first is using plants. That's the part most people think about, right? You also have some other tools in your toolbox though. Hardscape is another one. Hardscape is a great way if you really have some unique or striking architecture hardscape elements are a great way to kind of blend or mirror that architecture in your landscape to help kind of ease that transition somewhat or to make it feel more cohesive okay likewise you have ornament 
So if you have, again, a very, this is hardscape and ornaments are both tools. If you have very unique architecture, okay, if you have a more kind of, you know, typical home, I guess you could call it, uh, these elements might not be as overt uh, for you or might not be as um, relied upon uh, as heavily. But ornament, again, is another way to express some character. And so that can help transition your space, especially have if, if you have a very unique interior design. Ornament is a great way to kind of pull some of those elements that you use, those themes that you use within your interior design into your exterior landscape. So, for example, if you have like a very, um, I'm, not, I'm not an interior designer, so I'm going to show right here with that. But let's say you have like a very... Um, naturalistic and earthy um, feel to interior design. Now, of course, this could be very clean, right? But say you have like a room where it's very modern style inside, uh, very clean, a lot of white maybe, for example, and then you have some striking contrast with some very natural pieces. So maybe you have some like sculpted looking wood uh, shapes, for example, um, a lot of earthy type um, design pieces that fit into that space. Well, then exterior, you could also mirror that, right? You could have a very modern looking landscape design, uh, very, um, you know, single um, species plantings, so say of grass, right? Uh, not lawn grass, but ornamental grasses that you plant in blocks that really match um, your interior, hopefully also match your, your architecture of your home on the outside. But then you, you also have some contrasting pieces of, your, say, your wood um, that mirrors kind of that inside, um, that inside design. I don't know if that's a great example, but I'm trying to paint a picture of kind of how you would do that. Okay. So let's talk about specifically what you can do. And if you didn't like that example, just ignore it. How about that? <laughs> All right. So what can you do to really, uh, ease the transition between your home and your landscape? One, you can transition indoor and outdoor spaces. We kind of just talked about this, right? So f first piece though, we're blending the structure of our home into our landscape. So think of your typical home, right? It's a, um, you know, big, strong brick walls or siding uh, that are very vertical, very square. And then you have your peaked roof. Let's just take, take your typical home, right? So how do you really blend that into your landscape? Well, this is kind of like a, this is not a very like overt process or crisp and clear um, left brain, you know, scripted process. Instead, this is more of like a fluid thing. So it's more talking about how do you blend the feel together, right? So your home, for example, is very vertical. It's very stark, right? And so your landscape is usually very flat. Even if it's on a hill, I'm talking about it's more on a horizontal plane, right? Whereas your home is on a vertical three-dimensional plane as well. And so when you're looking at the front of your house, you mainly see that vertical element. And so one great way to do this, for example, is to transition um, very columnar type plantings that transition down into maybe different shapes of, of plantings that kind of step down from that vertical space down into the horizontal space. Okay, so that's an example of blending the structure of your home into your landscape. This is a this is a process that's effective on most styles of your homes. Okay, so when it comes to plants, you really want to think about structure, symmetry. If there's certain elements that you don't want standing out, like the edge, the very corner of your home, for example, you can mask that with planting. So structure, symmetry, and masking. Okay, 
structure is that form of your plant. So you have a columnar plant, or you have an orb-shaped shrub, for example, or you have a very loose form shrub, okay? Um, so structure is that physical, uh, how does it physically impose on the landscape? Is it a very loose form, or is it a very tight form? Um, is it a very vertical structure, for example? So those are examples of how you use your plants basically as a your plants are your palette, right, uh, that you're putting onto the painting of your landscape. Think of it that way. So we're working with three-dimensional paintings here, okay? So again, this transitioning practice is your most common practice, okay? So this is what I suggest with most landscapes because if you think about it, when you come to your, let's say you just purchased a new home, right? It's that, it's that straight vertical brick you know, first story is brick, second story is siding, and you have uh, a peaked roof, you know, with shingles, right? Typical home. If you have something different than that, that's fine. Today, we're just, I just want to give you a visual example. And so, um, when you're talking about that space, the most common practice is to transition from that landscape or from that hardscape to your landscape. So, from your built home structure to your landscape. Most often, when you purchase your brand new home, the contractors just dabbled in a couple, maybe a couple boxwoods, uh, maybe like one or two little, you know, um, junipers or whatever, uh, arborvitae type bushes. And that's about it, right? Maybe something that flowers too, right? But it's pretty, pretty drab. It's an afterthought and it does not transition the space well, or it doesn't accent your architecture well. Okay. And so really that's what you're thinking about is, is how to transition that vertical to the horizontal plane. Okay, so think about that. And then likewise, accenting your architecture. So you don't want to put something in that's going to mask a beautiful part of your front of your home. Instead, you want it to enhance that architecture. Okay, and if you do have something that you're not a big fan of, like the strong corner of your house, you can mask that part and enhance other parts visually by masking that one part. Okay, so that's kind of how you do it. Now, now let's take a step to the next strategy. And this is kind of a more advanced strategy, but I'm not going to go into a ton of detail. So if you choose this process, I really strongly recommend you research this well. And you might even want to get a, a contractor to help you with this, or a, excuse me, a designer to help you with this. Okay. So the next strategy, if you have a very unique architecture, you can contrast the built structure to the environment. So it's the opposite, right? So when we're talking about most homes, we're transitioning that built structure to the environment. Well, you can also do the opposite, contrasting the built structure to the environment. And what this is, this is a much less common practice, and it's a very stark practice. It, very, it really stands out. So if you're looking to make your home stand out, to pop, this could be an option. This really looks good with modern architecture. Okay, so you're very, very like cube structured home, right? Cubism, maybe, um, or a, just a modernism type home, like cantilevered second story type stuff, you know, all that crazy stuff. All right, I'm not an architect. I don't know my styles super well. I just know enough to, to try and landscape around them. Okay. Um, this also can work for a seaside architecture. So it's, it's pretty difficult to blend a home especially if, if you're seaside architecture on the coast, okay? So if you have seaside architecture, it's very tough to get trees to grow there without tons of work. Um, and, and it's just a, it, uh, your home just pops out from the landscape already, right? And so what you can do is select plants that enhance 
or contrast to your architecture as opposed to try and blend it, right? And so uh, this is, again, a very fluid process. It's different for each home. So that's why I'm not being super specific about what to do. But for example, with the seaside stuff, you might select more plants that, that match the surrounding environment as opposed to match your home or tra- transition or blend to your home. Okay. So you really enhance the, the location that seaside architecture comes from, for example. Likewise, this is a common practice or a more common practice or a better matching practice to your Southwestern style architecture. So your stucco type homes with, uh, or Adobe style homes, right? Or it has some of that Spanish influence. Okay. So that's something where maybe this contrasting stuff might work a little better. So plants that really contrast from the color of your home, for example, um, you know, usually that's a lighter colored, um, material that's on your home. And so, um, other unique styles as well can, can marry well with this type of practice. So what you're looking at overall, when we're talking about the plantings is you have very simple plantings that contrast the features of the home. So it really, it makes the features of the home pop out more. It makes them stand out more. And so when you want to have really have your home kind of stand out or pop, this is more of a practice for that. But again, it's a very, this is a very delicate practice because it can be done poorly. And it can also, if you don't have the right home for it, it just doesn't look quite right. Okay. So this is a, a strategy to use with caution. Okay. So next let's just talk about what you can also do. This is more of a relative type thing of no matter whether you're trying to transition your indoor and outdoor spaces or you're contrasting the built structure to your environment. So those two strategies we just talked about that are kind of juxtaposed with each other. Well, overall, this is just a general thing, is that you would love to express your home. And I kind of talked about this with what you can do to, you know, with the ornament piece where you you take something that you use as a theme with your interior design style and you might mirror that with the outside landscape as well. So when people are coming into your landscape, they get that like a sneak peek or an introduction to the style of the inside of your home. Okay. So that's an example of expressing your home. So when it comes to this, I just have some very general themes here that, that I want you to kind of think about as you're thinking about your design. So expressing your home, essentially what you're doing is you're trying to characterize the feel or the ambiance of your home. So when you live in your home, you know, this is your nest, right? So how do you want other people to feel about your nest? And that's what the landscape can serve as, is that introduction or a teaser, right? A movie trailer to the inside of your home. This is a very interpretive and artistic process, okay? So this isn't something that's just do this, do that, do this, do that. It's something that's more about a feel. So some examples of this is like creating a relaxing space, or a feeling that your home is very clean and tidy, or maybe it's cozy, or maybe it's modern. Maybe it's like you want to invoke like a cottage feel. So maybe you have more like a, for example, like an English style type garden uh, feel for your outdoor space that mirrors the interior cottage feel of your space. Maybe you have more of like an industrial feel, right? So that kind of stark and, and heavy piece, okay? So it, it really depends on the interior feel and and style of your home and maybe if you want to accent your 
exterior with through your landscape design. So this is something you don't have to do. This is more of like a, if you want to do this, if you want it to be an expressive piece, this is how you can incorporate that. And the way to do that is you use the tools we talked about at the beginning of the show. That is you utilize plants, ornament, and hardscape to kind of give that expression to your home or to your landscape through your home. Okay, so where do you start with all this stuff, right? This sounds kind of overwhelming. Do you just have to totally rip everything out and start from scratch? Well, not necessarily, unless that's what you want to do. If you really wanted to do a, like a strong transformation, you could do that, but you don't have to. So what you can do is you start, if you just want to start small, you start with your best transition points. So think about the transition piece. We talked about transitioning the home to the landscape, right? And that's basically starts the base foundation wall of your home and extends out into your landscape, right? Well, likewise, the transition points for you and your guests are your porch and your front entry room. So these are the best transition points to kind of transition your landscape. So this can mean for your porch, you can kind of do some stuff to express the interior of your home through your porch and into your landscape. So you can start just toying with a few ideas and see how it feels on your porch, right? You don't even have to do any landscaping for that practice. And likewise, for your front entry room, where you're welcoming people into your home, you could also bring the landscape into your home. And this isn't, I don't mean literally, right? But what I mean is you can bring some features that you have in your landscape into your home. So this could be ornamental features from outside or themes or patterns, or it could also be plants that kind of you know, interior plants that do well inside your home that kind of mimic some of the, either the, the structure of the plants outside or the feel or, you know, the style of plantings outside. Okay. So these are just some examples of, of kind of playing with that fluid process, that transition zone. So you can use potted plants and simple accents to do this, right? This doesn't have to be extravagant just to start. And once you get more comfortable with that, then you can go to the more advanced tactics of redesigning your garden space to also mimic what you've been successful with on on those primary transition zones, okay? So the next transition point would be your front access from your driveway or, you know, the front of your property, and likewise, that front foundation place. So that's what we've focused on mostly today is where, where you spend the most time traffic-wise accessing your home. And likewise, where guests or visitors most often see your home and perceive it and interpret. So that's the most expressive place to really make the biggest change, the biggest impact with transitioning your home to your landscape. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up there for today. You can check out the links to the show notes at ely.how slash episode 64. Today's link is to transform your yard with confidence in the ELY membership. So we talked about uh, at the beginning of the show, I just mentioned that really, if we're listening to this show when it came out, which is right at the end of April, we're coming up on the end of really that, that good time zone if you really want to have a new, fresh landscape by fall. If you want to have a new, fresh garden bed by fall uh, or a new, fresh whole front yard, right? Whatever it is, um, this is the time to really get started on it. So check out ely.how slash membership. And there you can check out the details for joining the Easy Living Yards membership. 
Guys, you can always ask a question over at ely.how slash pod. If you just have a quick question, you want some ideas, whatever, shoot me a note. Go to ely.how slash pod, and right at the top of the page there, there's a link to ask me a question. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today.